Our talk topic today, Dino brought up, was great teams in sport. Our next guest is forming a pretty good team with James McDonald. They had a day out at, at Caulfield yesterday. I'm speaking to Dolphins trainer James Cummings, and he's on the line. James, good morning. Good morning, Ray. How are you? Terrific, and, and congratulations on a, a tremendous day for the stable yesterday. We'll, we'll cut straight to the chase. Animo won an epic might and power, and that was some sort of a win. But what happened on the home turn, James? He's, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's given them a little bit of a head start, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. It was, um, look, it was a, look, it was a deliberate, it was a, actually a deliberate uh, uh, approach of ours that we didn't want to get, we didn't want to fall into hooking a horse wide at the 650 if we could help it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we uh, look, everyone could see that the horses, horses that were destined to lead the race were going to be able to control it. But in wait for age races, they start ramping it up. I fed away from home, which they did yesterday, and they threw in a blistering furlong from the from the three to the two, the top of the straights. And uh, and Animo didn't need to be getting mobile then. And had he done so, I'm not so sure that things would have worked out as, as, as beautifully as they did for James McDonald. Mm-hmm. And James was well and truly on on board with that. So he held him together. The horses had a history of not quite handling the turn at Caulfield. He, he sort of he sort of needed the inside rail and the prelude to just miss the general bow. He he he, he didn't handle a turn. You know, to only get up the run third in the Blue Diamond, and he's a better horse than the two that beat him home that day. And uh, and and he and he, uh, you know, he got up and prevailed by a head to captive on with a with a sort of a wide run from a wide draw. But he was many lengths better in Moody Valley to start after. You know, mm, so mm. so um, so you know, he, he, whilst he's won these whilst he's won these two Group Ones at Caulfield in his career, you know, there's no, I don't think there's any guarantee animals. Have, Serious Caulfield, you know, he's a, a pure Caulfield specialist. Yeah, so, yeah. I see where you're coming so from, James. But just question, yeah. to answer your question, I think I think that's I think that's a bit about I think that's a bit about what's going on there. Mm. But um, but look, the last 300 metres was a proper horse race, and you know, great great to see the horse knuckle down and and uh, and, and show so much determination and so much class. But he can, he continues to show what an elite horse he is. Um, it's all coming together for him this campaign. There's no doubt about that, yeah. and uh, and he keeps showing himself in such a such an unbelievably good light that people can't help but be in, impressed with the horse's record. Yeah, I love his desire for a stallion. He just loves that battle, and he showed that in the last 200 metres. James, was there any moments of concern post the George Main? It's well publicised now that he left the track. Reportedly, three out of five lane. Was there any moments of concern? Did the horse miss any work going into the might and power? And I guess what I'm trying to say is, there improvement to come for the Cox Plate. Well, well, you know, uh, it was, uh, it, it was, it was. You know, there were more than a few hair raising moments there. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't have, I, I can't even remember, I can't even remember, as long as I've trained horses, a jockey coming back to me with as much concern as James had that afternoon. So. So um, look, look, you know, you're always hoping that might something might just be a foot, something might just be this or that, and it's not a big deal. But you know, con- you know, the concern was there, and it was and it was and it was alarming. Um, and we went right over the horse, and my team came together and uh, didn't let didn't let didn't let emotion get a, get a, you know allow the whole situation to get ahead of us, and we just managed it with a level head and. Um, and, the, and the horse had, and the horse had ab- absolutely every, every possible chance to, to show us whether he was 
wanting to be put away and put in the paddock and stop with his campaign, even though he was two 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 Group One wins out of two. But um, but he but he uh, he didn't. He did the opposite. He improved. He was he was he improved vastly by the time he got back to Wigborn Park that mm. afternoon, and he was 100% sound by Sunday morning. At which point, I encouraged Mark Van Gestel and Dr. Peter Kell to come and see him see him for themselves. You know, on Monday, and uh, and and but we went through some some added processes. But to answer your question in more in in further detail, he actually didn't miss any work, and he was so well. Mm. He was so well. He was actually dangerous on Sunday morning. We wow. threw a saddle on him on Monday, and, and and we worked him and treated him as normal. So um, he's, 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 he's I don't know. He's at an, he's at another special quality of a of a top horse. Perhaps it is, but mm. um, but he but he uh, he he he, uh, he missed no work. But I do still think, with three weeks off coming from the George Main to the Caulfield Stakes, and that and that galvanising run now coming from the Caulfield Stakes, he will be absolutely spot on fourth up from a spell um, when we when we arrive in the Phosphate in two weeks. Mm. Uh, James, four winners at Caulfield yesterday. I know you have won a Golden Slipper, but have you had a better day at the races? Well, I, um, you know, I would say I would say winning a size produce, size produce in a Doncaster and about four races that day, or you know, um, a size produce in a kindergarten and about four races that day, or three winners on Derby Day at Flemington, mm. they go they they go right up there with those sorts of results. But um, but that you don't get those days without having an unbelievable team behind you. I've got I've got really really talented people that. Uh, uh, worked tirelessly all year. They really ramp it up when it's carnival time. We've got some beautifully bred horses that we've got to be grateful that we're the racing horses here for his owner, Sheikh Mahmoud, an operation like Dali. We we, uh, we primarily are breeding our own horses. We occasionally receive a European import, but have we have not received one for quite some time. And uh, and even and even more rarely, we go and buy one from the yearling sales. And, mm. and Vin Cox bought one horse from the yearling sale, one horse from the yearling sale. We didn't see, but, but, and had to and had to. I tell you what, he had to find, he had to find, he had to dig a little deeper into his pocket than he did last night when he was choosing the wine from the wine list. I promise you, when he bought in secret. <laughs> I hope it was his shout, James. <laughs> <laughs> it was his, yeah, it was his shout. He, he, he would have wanted it last night. Fair enough. Uh, we'll <laughs> but, speak. But, but, yeah, sorry, but, but, but the but the point the point is like mm. the point is like you, you know. My staff are unbelievable in their approach because they, that we get like we get all these chances and we've got the beautiful stables and the well-bred horse, but uh, but as I always say to them, you 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 can't you can't walk around like you're Goliath. You've got to act like you're David. Mm. You've got to act like we're the outsiders and work hard on these horses like they like they've they're, they're you know they're, we're lucky to be there, and uh, and and but look at, look after the horses like they're like their favourite and uh, and so that's so that's our approach and. And, uh, and they do a very good job of it. Yeah, it's working. I can attest to that because I saw it in at, at um, Agnes Banks that day. They, that stable staff do work to that ethos. Hey, James, just quickly, Polili was so brave in the Scalach. He looked like he got whacked over the head a couple of times accidentally with a whip, but he still wanted to take that gap and win, beating ingratiating. Is he ever espound? Well, look, he, he, he certain, he'd certainly be a, a wonderful representative for us in the Everest. Um, I, I, and, and he and he would back up and he would back up and I backed him up before when he ran third in the uh, in the in the Arrowfield yep. mm-hmm. uh, during the during the autumn, having run third in the TJ Smith. So um, he, he could he could be. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the best best decision for Polelli at the moment. And um, and so we we've, we've got that conversation to have to, to play out. But 
look, tell me, tell me this, Ray. What, what do you think the track at Ramwick will be like next Saturday? What, what, if you had to, if, if you had, if you had yeah. to have a guess of what the rating would be right now, what would you say it would be? Oh, it's heavy ten at the moment, but I reckon by next Saturday, I reckon we can probably get back into the. If, if the forecast is right, fingers crossed, maybe a soft seven, soft six that's, at best. That's, yeah, I think I, that's what I thought. I thought mm. a soft seven is probably. I think a top seven is probably the go, and a six might be optimistic. You know, yep. Certainly optimistic. So you know you've got to factor that into your calculations. And we, we, you know, we haven't got a rider booked. We, we haven't found a horse yet. Um, Polelli could be the one. We could fly a Melbourne jockey. We could fly a Melbourne jockey up there, or we could find a local jockey. Or you know, mm. I said, I said, that, I said to Vin, if you wanted to run in secret, we could find out what Holly Doyle's doing because <laughs> something very interesting happened at the ARC meeting uh, uh, only only last Sunday. For the first time in 44 years, a two-year-old filly won, won the weight right. for age group yeah, one. That's right. And, uh, and you should have seen them. There was about there was about 100 horses stretched across the track, and she was the one that prevailed. And mm. you know, don't, underest- don't underestimate a very talented young young filly in uh, in, in <laughs> outperforming our expectations. Yeah, very good point. And just finally, James, um, Golden Mile was fantastic in the Caulfield Guineas. He's a high-profile colt now. Um, how is he and Animo and Polilli all pulled up? And do you keep going with Golden Mile now? Oh, look, they pulled up fantastic. I think if Reg wanted to run him three more times, Golden Mile would top it. Yeah. But, um, don't be surprised if we tossed him into the paddock and and, and, and we we encouraged everyone to look forward to the autumn with him. So, you know, we've got those uh, we've got those options up our sleeve. He he does not hold a nomination for the court for the Cox Plate, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and lots of Caulfield Guineas prospects. Might, you know. Um, in, Historically, would 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 consider that um, the Spring Champion Stakes is a, is, a, is is looking like being a cracking race, and Elliptical might be heading there. I, I heard last night. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, who was uh, who was an excellent second in the Caulfield Guinea, but um, but but uh, look, we've got those op- we've got those options to consider. We pulled up fantastic. Looks looks he looks like a, a million dollar horse this morning. Don't worry mm-hmm. about that. And. Uh, and he's worth and he's worth that many times over now, having been a Caulfield Guineas winner, and we can we can uh, we can enjoy that win for the time being. So we've got no immediate plans with Golden Mile, um, and uh, and and we we can uh, we can just let it all play out, and we'll come to our decision when we uh, when we've given more time to think about it. But uh, imagine you know imagine imagine seeing us press onto the Derby with him. That'd be that'd be exciting. But I don't. <laughs> I don't think we'll be doing that, put it, put it that way. Yeah, no, he's worth so much. But, hey, look, James, that's one of those days that, that go into the into the record books, the ones you always remember. Congratulations on a fantastic day at Caulfield yesterday. So much to look forward to this week with the Everest, and we'll stay tuned for Godolphin's announcement tomorrow. Read their runner in the big one next Saturday. No, thanks, Ray. I, 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 should, I should just say that... Um, you know, I've got I've got guys like Paul Reed and Travi Whitaker out there at Osborne Park. Just kept those clubs down in absolutely perfect condition from uh, from, from from Sydney during the week. Uh, and Adamo and Golden Mile, and I got uh, you know I got I got, I got Victoria Appleby and Nassim Dilmi at Crown Lodge that encouraged me in the first place to send Golden Mile to Melbourne. You know, prior to his debut to get a little bit more out of him, and and uh, and they sent our cabin down to Melbourne in such perfect condition. Everything was building up beautifully for his course with Guineas Tilton. It just went wrong, and we were pretty dark about things a week ago. Mm. And, uh, and meanwhile, these horses arrive here, and I put enormous pressure on Reg Fleming and Sean Keogh to make sure this stable in Melbourne's running perfectly. But you know, you say it all the time that they're, 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 you know you've got a great team behind you, but uh, I, I, I really do. The, 
they're, they're good people to work with and they pour their heart and soul into their work and uh, and they're, they're worthy of getting a mention. Absolutely, yeah, and that, and that's certainly the results are showing for the whole team. Congratulations again, James, and thanks for coming on the Sunday morning. Cheers, guys.